Hello, everyone, and welcome back for another episode of Fantasy Football Sauce. This is episode number five, and this is the last episode before we get into week one of the NFL season, before the Thursday night game, uh, before the main slate on Sunday. This is it. This is the, the podcast where I make my final feelings felt on the uh, the fantasy football daily plays uh, for this upcoming week, and we're going to see how well this method plays out. We're going to talk about some of the guys that I like most in daily, and I've talked about a lot of these guys before, but this is really going to be, this is it. This is the last podcast before we play these games. Um, I allow myself a little bit of wiggle room to say that if there's an injury or there's breaking news, then I could back off of some of these players, but this is it. Uh, Going into week two, we're going to look back at this episode, and we're going to say, you know, were, were these picks right or wrong? Um, this is really the again the the flag planting podcast for the these daily plays. So I'm gonna get right into it, and I'm gonna start with the Thursday game. Uh, FanDuel actually provided some some certificates, some codes for some free plays for that game. So uh, you might want to log in see if you've got that available to you. It's a great opportunity, you know, to spice up Thursday night for free. Um, and generally speaking, I think it's like three dollars. It's a great way to add a little bit of zest to that Thursday night game, which, you know, sometimes you might not have any players in that game. Um, so it's a good opportunity. Um, the interesting thing about Thursday night is it includes one of my players that, that I do really like, but I didn't draft on any of my redraft teams, and that's Devin Singletary. I really like Devin Singletary in this game because there again you've got the combination of a lot of points available on a good offense and he finished last year strong. Like, I know there's been a lot of uncertainty and ambiguity in this backfield. And the most likely outcome is, you know, he's just okay. But the upside, if you put Devin Singletary on your team and he gets a couple touchdowns, tremendous upside. And who's making that bet? I, I would guess not a lot of people. So I like him as a, a play in Thursday night for FanDuel. Another guy I like, no secret, Daryl Henderson. I just like this guy. I like where you get him in, in redraft, and I like what you pay for him in daily. You're getting Daryl Henderson, Henderson super cheap. Get him, put him in your lineup. You know, maybe you can afford some of these other players that you, you really like. Maybe he's just a fill-in type of guy. That's great, too. I think he could be more than just a fill-in. I think he could go out there and, you know, maybe get you a, a decent amount of yards. Probably not going to get you a lot of yards. Um, but could he get into the end zone once, maybe even twice? Certainly. Um, so I like Daryl Henderson as a play there. And, you know, the other guys are chalk. I mean, Josh Allen, Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup. Like, what do you want me to say about these guys? Uh, other than Cam Akers, which, again, for what you're going to have to pay for him, I just don't like the upside there with, with Daryl Henderson, you know, sitting there potentially taking half of his workload. A guy I think that's cheap enough to consider, Dawson Knox. Not a player that I really liked going into the season, but at that price, considering who's available on the Thursday night slate, I like Dawson Knox. So I like those two running backs. I like Dawson Knox. You pick the other players. I don't even remember the other players that I, that I slotted in, but you know, in those Thursday night games – my most likely outcome is going to be disappointed because I don't want to be thrilled and then be let down that I won like $10 because I split it 
so many different ways because I I created a chalk lineup and the chalk lineups are most likely winners but I'll I'll lose on some chalk lineups to hopefully hit a bigger one so that's my stance on Thursday night games getting into the the Sunday games and specifically the Sunday mil- million and who's available and what prices at quarterback I like Justin Herbert I like Jalen Hurts and I like Matt Ryan Take that for what it's worth. I like building around all three of these guys, but I really like building around uh, Matt Ryan and Jalen Hurts because they're they're more affordable. You could just get so many other guys in the other positions if you go a little bit cheaper at quarterback, but I do think that Justin Herbert's going to have an incredible game. So I wouldn't you know, exclude him necessarily if you want to build a lineup with him in it. I think it could be very successful. And, and just a reminder, in those games, like what I'm looking for, my method calls for, is big games. Like a lot of points. Generally, that means a blowout. And, you know, I, I don't know about the Chargers game necessarily as a blowout. Uh, but, you know, you could see a lot of passing there. I don't think the Raiders are going to beat the Chargers. But I don't necessarily think it's going to be a blowout either. But Jalen Hurts and Matt Ryan, they, they definitely fit into the, the blowout category. And that's one of the reasons why I really like those two plays. At running back, again, we're, we're looking for another one of those blowouts where, you know, if you, you play this out in your mind, this is the team scoring a lot of points. And the running back's going to get some of those. So there's, there's a piece of the pie for the running back in a blowout. But what's available in a blowout that's not available necessarily to the receivers and the quarterback is those end-of-the-game runs. Those incremental points, like I'm not leaving those on the table. You know, you tell me, you know, Jonathan Taylor scores two touchdowns and he gets five fairly meaningless carries at the end. Like I'm taking those extra carriers, carries and the points that come along with it. I'm just not walking away from that. Derrick Henry, um, same thing. It's just the Giants, like they're just going to smash him. And I do believe it's going to go through Derrick Henry unless they start protecting his workload. Like the guy's just incredible. Um, in these types of matchups. He's just going to smash the Giants. Joe Mixon, again, another game with a lot of points. I like him. Uh, Eli Mitchell, same same boats. Similar salaries as far as in FanDuel, and I really like them both. I like getting both of those guys, um, you know, pairing them up with, you know, one of the quarterbacks I talk about and then going and spending on a receiver or at the tight end position. So, you know, of that group, of course, I like the cheaper ones better. I like Joe Mixon. I like Eli Mitchell. Uh, I think their opportunity is there. They check all the boxes, um, and they're moder- modestly priced. So uh, that that's who you're going to find in the majority of my lineups. A wide receiver, no surprise here, Mike Williams. I love it. I just like the opportunity. And wide receivers can perform well when the game is close because like running backs in a blowout, they're still on the field. Um, they could still be catching passes up to the very last second of the game. So I like that for wide receivers and the fact that the game is close doesn't bother me so long as the points are there. Um, Mike Pittman, you know, he this is not a game I consider to be close, but I think he can do his work early in the game in the first three quarters. You know, Matt Ryan, he maybe throws three or four touchdowns. Could Pittman get two of those? Abs- certainly. And, um, you know, there's even enough to go around with with uh, Jonathan Taylor. Although, I don't know that I would play both of those. Actually, I'm pretty sure that I wouldn't. I just, 
I'd rather bet on one or the other and just, you know, get another player, especially at the cost of Jonathan Taylor. I'd rather bet on, bet on Pittman and um, and just get a different running back, especially when, you know, Joe Mixon is priced where he is because then you're going to be able to afford um, one of those tight ends that I'm going to talk about that I think are pretty important in week one. Uh, some other guys that I have on some teams, um, T. Higgins, you know, if you can afford him, and he is fairly affordable, I like him. The guy's good. He's on a good offense. He's not Jamar Chase, but you're not paying for Jamar Chase. You can afford uh, somebody you like at one of the other positions. Um, some more affordable plays, I think Hunter Renfro is really underpriced uh, for what you're going to get out of him. You could use him as like kind of a floor play. You go upside with your other picks and, like, you know, Ren- Renfro's not going to kill you, I don't think, um, at that value. Um, same is true for, you know, somebody like MVS. Like, I really think these veteran veterans are going to – they're going to be there week one. Although we know there's other guys that could supplant them. The Packers guys I have on this list, whether it be Lazard or Sammy Watkins, if you, if you need a budget receiver – MVS, uh, Lazard, Watkins, and now Lazard has this injury thing that, you know, you might want to avoid him. But I think those are great guys that if you filled out your lineup and you're just looking for an upside play, these veteran guys are going to most likely going to be the guys to catch passes from these elite quarterbacks in week one. And then, you know, weeks two, three, four, on down the road, then I think it would be best to, to create some space between those players and the rookies. At tight end, this is this is a tough week for tight end um, as far as salary is concerned. You've got essentially two or three players that you're pretty confident are going to do well. Um, Kelsey should have a good game. Uh, Mark Andrews should have an excellent game. And beyond that, I mean, you got Kyle Pitts. I don't like the points they're going to score, so I tend to stay away from Kyle Pitts. Um, Kittle, I like Kittle a lot. You get the Trey Lance factor, and for what you're paying for Kittle, like I don't want unnecessary risk in my daily lineup. So I'm creating some distance between myself and those, you know, what I consider that second tier of tight ends, at least for now. So you know, if you just need a budget, I know it's cliche, but you just get get a guy on a good offense, somebody an offense that's going to score a ton of points, and they might get one of those touchdowns. So Gerald Everett is a guy that I have on my list. Just pick the guy you like. There's no secret in that particular sauce. I think you, if you can't afford one of the the top two tight ends, i just pick a guy. Spend your money at these other positions, and you might get lucky. Again, you pick a guy on a good offense, he could score a touchdown. That'd be great. So, um you know, take your shot. And um, ultimately, we all got to take our shots. These are my picks. These are um, done with, with my method and also with my analysis and, and a little bit of just my gut feeling mixed in with some of these players. Like I said, you know, with the veterans week one, that's I didn't do any analysis for that. I, I've just seen enough football to know that week one, the rookies usually don't just bust out and steal the show. So, um, again, we're, we've all we're all accountable to our decisions on these uh, in in these weeks, and currently I'm accountable to the internet. 
and that's the reason I put it put this out there is uh, here in just another about a week from today I'm gonna do a podcast and I'm gonna look back at this and I'm really hopeful that I can say that it all worked out I'm, I really hope that I win the uh, Sunday million I can say listen I, I gave you the lineup right here you could have won a million dollars with it and that would be excellent um, but there again it's all about playing the odds um, my Thursday night lineup is most likely not gonna hit but if it does it should be fairly unique and that's part of what we're going for uh, we don't want to just win uh, but we want to diversify our lineup so we can win the most amount um, when that lineup does hit so I'm looking forward to it I'm really excited about football I hope you are as well and I hope that uh, you'll be uh, listening to this podcast um, after week one wraps up thank you thanks everyone for listening and uh, have a great first week of football peace